Welcome back to ADHD, everybody. So today, first of all, I want to say I hope you guys are having a good day, good morning. After this election has been kind of crazy, just going through the ups and downs, the anxiety, the stress, just trying to figure out what life was going to look like next. So I hope you guys are all having a good day. So things I want to talk about today are diet. I'm just going to touch on some of the things I talked about before, dieting and just some more tips and helpful tools that helped me and that I'm still learning to benefit myself. So on top of what I do for my ADHD, it take more protein, eat healthier when I'm working out more to help fuel my body in a clean way. I also want to talk about some things that have been proven by some Harvard studies and shown to help people with ADHD. First of all, cut out artificial colors and additives. So this is your Doritos, your Cheetos, your hot fries, uh, anything with artificial coloring. Um, and a lot of mass production food that we get at the store is going to have additives. So check for the labels and see what kind of additives you have in, in your foods. And yes, this includes junk food. This includes your Burger Kings. Um, this includes your McDonald's, your Wendy's, you name it. This includes it, especially Taco Bell. Taco Bell is a killer or, or um, uh, in a tub, tacos. That is, uh, you know, the powdered yellow, you know, cheese they put on the tacos after they've been deep fried. Terrible options. If you're trying to see results um, from a diet perspective, this is one of the, this is the main thing that you can cut out is artificial colorings and additives in your food. And this also includes ice cream and things that are probably going to be hard to cut out. So, again, like I've been saying before, Start, start slowly and progress and see if that changes. Now, a couple of things that uh, researchers and scientists have found out is that there were low omega-3 fatty acid levels in children with ADHD. The study wasn't done on adults, so I can't claim to know what that actually looks like in adults. But as we know, ADHD carries on from childhood over to adulthood. And so eating more salmon... Um, Tuna, oysters, uh, things with omega fatty acids, um, these are things that might help you, and I encourage you guys to explore that option as part of your diet. Now, I know with the pandemic uh, and you know a lot of the stressful unemployment stuff that's going on, this may not seem like it's a very helpful situation or um, reasonable idea to go to. And one thing that I would touch upon and say about that is there's always Aldi. That's where I get my uh, a lot of my omega fatty acids. I get tuna. I get smoked oysters. You can get you know tuna in a can. You can get tuna in pouches that come in flavors. Again, the flavors one may not be a, a viable option if you're trying to cut out the artificial colors and additives because there are additives in those pouches. So my choice is to go with usually a tuna fish or. Uh, oysters and sunflower oil, oil or water, um, that should be a good and healthy way to go. So try try doing that and see how that affects or helps your ADHD. Now, the last thing I'm talking about when it comes to diet is uh, macronutrients. Macronutrients are things like zinc, iron, magnesium, and B6, things of that nature. Um, these actually have a really um, impactful impactful way on, on your on your on your chemicals in your brain and these can help you to achieve uh, clarity focus and things like that so 
Um, my, my challenge for all of you guys is to pick one of those three. Um, or if you're feeling, um, you know, more adventurous, you can pick multiples. But keep in mind, if you pick multiples and you don't succeed, do not beat yourself up about it. Just cut back and, and implement one at a time in order to get that conditioning and that process down. Um, write down a list. Like, you know, give yourself a color scale of 1 through 5 or 1 through 10. And, you know, give yourself a week. And try one of these options or try two or three or whatever. And shade a circle in or shade that square in of that grid paper and, and let yourself know how you felt on that day with taking the extra steps of this diet of this diet platform. Um, just, you know, so you, you can go, go one through ten if you want to be more uh, precise and say, oh, I'm feeling kind of decent on this day or or a 10, you know, I felt great and this really helped and I think this is something that's actually helping me. Just try that to give yourself, to give you guys yourselves just a little correlational data to see where you stand and see if this stuff is actually helping you. Um, it's actually helped me and I think that it's probably been one of the most beneficial things is eliminating things that I just crave and I want. I know they're terrible, I know they're bad for me, but I still eat them anyways, and once I stopped doing that, a lot of other things started to happen for me, and a lot of other ideas started to shape my shape for me, and I began to have more clarity. So, give you guys that challenge this week, this weekend, uh, this month, and just see um, if any of these things can help you out. So, enough with the uh, diet talk. Now we're going to talk about some more tips and things that can help you. Um, Navigate and again use ADHD as a benefit as opposed to a circumstance that hinders you. So, um, one thing that we all need, um, not even if you have ADHD, but more so if we do, is we need to have less clutter, more organization. Um, clean spaces um, tend to help us think clearer as opposed to a desk full of papers and, and drawings and stuff that you really can't make your, make your way around. So one way I do this, obviously, is keep a clean space, right? So for me, I take and I, I put all my clothes uh, for winter um, and summer, depending on the seasons, and I'll put them in a vacuum sealed bag and I'll put them under the bed. They're out of sight. They're, they're cleared. I don't have to worry about them. That way my closet's cleaner. Uh, there's more space in between all my hangers. It's not all cluttered. And actually, I, I can actually see what's happening in there. And I can actually plan out my outfits in advance. That's just a small step up front. Putting clothes you don't need away for the season under the bed or something, so they're out of sight, out of mind. And that way you can focus on things like that. It makes your night process easier when you're laying out clothes in the morning and things like that. Simple things like that. Now, when it comes to the office and uh, comes to your workstation, you know we can have a lot of paper sitting out, a lot of you know just things that we wrote down maybe in a journal or a planner, and we just you know tore the pages out and left them there. I have a huge problem with doing that. So what I have done and Ariana has helped me with is we have gotten a folder file for the office, put a bunch of stuff in there. You got a bunch of, I have a bunch of files in there that are by the names, very specific names. So that way I have, I know exactly what's in that file. I don't usually choose broad names because like most of us, um, our minds can categorize a multitude of things in a multitude of variations. And so you want to have very um, precise laid out labels to put stuff in so that way you know exactly what it is for. 
Um, using a planner. I've already talked about this multiple times. Um, I'm just going to touch base on it again and add some more stuff to it. I have a planner at the house, like the one I showed on my Instagram page, uh, the Gold Driven Planner. But I also have a personal planner and a smaller planner that goes with me everywhere. Um, it's a moleskin planner. I also have a clipbook planner that has kind of like a, a leather outside or whatever. Um, these, pay, this, these planners have things like, you know, they got grid paper. They have blank paper for you to write down your thoughts and ideas on. And they have expandable calendars uh, for months and days that also go in there. So this isn't only helpful for taking the plans that you wrote in your goal-driven planner or your planner at home with you. This also helps um, with thought processing. So if you have an idea or something or something that you forgot to do or a memory that you thought about or something that you forgot to tell your friend or something like that, it's also helpful to have a small planner with you at all times. So that way you can pull this planner out and write down that thought when it, when it happens in that moment. So that way you can take that back home with you and think about it or just reflect on what that thought was about. So I've had a lot of ideas, business ideas, uh, invention ideas and stuff like that or, or book title ideas that I didn't write down. And I was kicking myself later because I didn't write it down and I totally forgot about it. So this is also something that I keep beside my bed at my nightstand. So that way I have something to write down if I wake up in the middle of the night with an idea or a thought or something like that. So I also like to sometimes interpret dreams that way as well. So that way I can reflect the next morning on what that dream was about, what my subconscious was trying to tell me. So enough about the planners. So also dealing with um, clutter and um, cleaning up your workspaces after you get done. This is a huge one. Especially for me, I've learned within the past year that it's very easy to procrastinate. It's very easy to leave all my drawings on the table, you know, leave all of my work papers, my um, all my work papers in the office and stuff like that. And so what I have started to do is understand that keeping a clean space helps my mind operate at a much um, peaceful, much more peaceful pace. And what I mean by that is, excuse me, if I come into the house and I see my, my dining room tables full of drawings and uh, things I had started on yesterday evening. Um, it causes my mind to immediately go into a spiral and think about, well, the plan that I already had laid out for the day was, uh, you know, close dishes, do some work, uh, work on the website. And now I got the table to look at and think about. And so I'm also struggling to figure out where to put that in my plan at that last moment. This also can be something like dishes, doing the dishes the night before, um, as opposed to waiting the next morning. Do not procrastinate. This is something I do with my clothes, laying them out the night before, so that when I come in the morning and go to the gym at 4 a.m., I'm not stressed out or worried about picking out my outfit, and that is one less thing that is on my mind. So. I actually like to do uh, what a lot of people know is condoing for their closets and dressers. This is folding up my clothes, folding my socks, um, you know, folding up my underwear, things like that that keep my dressers even looking very uh, organized and neat because if I have one less thing to think about when it comes to the future schedule and writing out and putting down on paper what I'm actually going to be doing, it helps to not have these tiny things um, come and jump in the way and cause problems later because with having impulsivity uh, and hyperactivity, it's very easy to deviate from 
that list or that journal page and add extra stuff. So dealing with it at the moment, and this isn't, don't get me wrong, this is not doing the impulsive things at the last minute. This is talking about doing the things that you know will benefit you the next day. So I'll give you an example. If I come home and I know I got on my planner, you know, four different things to do, and then all of a sudden I see this this, this item out of the corner of my eye or a piece of a furniture that looks askew or, you know, a plant that needs tended or, or trimmed. Um, maybe writing a list down to do that later or prioritizing that for a different day that I am actually scheduling just some creative time or some free time for me to do that. This is not you trying to or us trying to um, do the things that we have an impulse to do at that moment. This is things that can help us um, from day to day in order to help us alleviate some of that stress that can be caused by having extra thoughts around getting stuff done. So that's what that means. Another thing that I like to talk about and that is helpful for me and that I've realized is really helpful for me is um, organizing all the information that I am perceiving, whether that be email, uh, text messages, um, voicemails, um, the physical mail from the post office, things like that. And what I mean by that is simply having a system to where you are not checking your email once a week because when I check my email once a week, I have over a hundred plus emails on three different email accounts that I have to get rid of. I don't have a huge problem with text messages, uh, so that may not that's not something that I personally deal with, but you guys out there, you may have a lot of text messages coming in. And, and I know that I only have a couple hundred emails in a week but I know that a lot of you have probably a couple hundred emails in a day. So at the end of the week, if you're trying to delete all those emails, that, that can be catastrophic to the mindset and cause you to have a relapse, if you will, on the courage and the, the stamina that you uh, exude in, in this journey. And so it really is helpful and beneficial for you to take a little bit of time, five, five minutes, you know, five, six, 10 minutes is all it takes for, you know, me to delete, a hundred plus emails, you know, every other day. And um, like I said, I know a lot of you have multiple email systems and you guys probably get a lot more emails if that's like your prior uh, priority uh, way of receiving communications and sending communications. So that is really helpful. Make sure that you keep up with the daily mail like that, like the mail we get from the post office, go ahead and throw the mail away that you don't need, read the mail that you do need and then file file the mail that you need to keep on record for a later day to look at or, or what have you and make a mental note or a sticky note um, and put that on the outside. I put sticky notes on the outside of my file sometimes to let me know urgent, what needs to happen, what needs to get done. I'll use like a yellow, orange, red sticky note system to, you know, indicate yellow as being, you know, least urgent and red being urgent, which needs to get done within the next week. So that's what I do. Um, to help myself out with, with email and just kind of keeping more of that, that, that the clutter and the cleanliness from, you know, obstructing my, my thought process throughout the day. Going paperless is also a very, very helpful uh, tip and way to do this. So when you can go paperless, it helps um, to have a system where you can just go paperless. This can cause a problem for some people who, who like paper and like a paper trail. But if you have a hard time keeping things organized, going paperless, um, is not necessarily something that would, would harm you. So just try that and see how that works. Next, 
Um, obviously, we just talked about this setting up a file system. Easily done, you know, you can go to Walmart and buy a file system for 10 bucks that holds with 30, 40 different folders. And when you do a file system, you want to make sure, and this is what has helped me, it may not help everybody, but as a person with ADHD, I tend to um, categorize um, what can seem to some people as a very specific um, note. Uh, I can categorize that in a, a facet of variations. And so I often, or when I started out with the filing system, I noticed that I would have uh, file systems that would overlap. So you want to make your you want to make your file system and your tags on your folders very specific. Don't make it them broad, so that way you don't you know you don't want to have if you have you know 13 different things or 13 different files under school. You know you might want to condense that down to six and then condense you know school finance, uh, school loans, um, school transcripts, and things like that that actually help you. Um, categorize it on a much, um, much more fine-tuned uh, system. So see if that works and see if that's something that you can benefit from. So another thing that I'm going to talk about real quick is um, time management tips. This is huge for impulsivity and just losing track, losing losing track of time. This This happens for everybody, but more so for people like us who do have ADHD. Now, I used to have a Fitbit. It recently broke, and it has been life-changing to understand and notice and see that when I don't have specific timers, when I don't have specific things, simple things such as I used to have a timer uh, for water on my watch. So every, every 30 minutes or 45 minutes, it would tell me, drink water. You know, and it sounds like it's one of those things, it's like, well, how can you forget to drink water? It's simple. Many people who think like us and have ADHD, that is something that can be completely overlooked throughout the day with all the stuff that we have going on and thinking about. So it's simple things like that, just water, um, you know, taking a break. Um, so when I'm studying for three or four hours, I'll need a 15-minute break and then refresh my mind. I need timers for that. So use a timer. It's okay to have a timer. Timers help. Uh, timers help professionals in every facet, whether you have ADHD or not. So try to get a timer. That helps. Everybody has a phone. Uh, I hope everyone has a phone. Um, and that, that's a good way to make a timer work for yourself as well as by having a phone and setting timers on there. I have a timer for when I go into the sauna. I have a timer for when I read my audiobooks. A lot of my day is timed out very specifically because I am a very creative person and if my mind is allowed to sit and daydream for too long, I can jump from one thing to another thing really fast without even understanding or knowing that I just did that. So using a timer, that is going to help you. Uh, give yourself more time than you think you need. Um, that is another thing that helps you out with time management. That's why when I talked on a prior podcast about doing a list of four things. Now, four things individually – you know, probably really going to take about an hour and a half. But I gave myself two hours, at least two hours and 15 minutes to do those tasks. You know, it says adults are notorious. Uh, adults with ADHD are notorious, um, notoriously bad at estimating how long it will take to do something. Uh, for every 30 minutes of time, think you got to think that it will take someplace 
to complete that task 45 minutes or 15 minutes. You want to give yourself at least a 10 minute cushion though to be safe on things like that. We are notorious for that. So this has helped me in multiple ways, including my business, because I know that um, I do a lot of time estimating and budgeting for project plans. And so it, it helps me um, to think about not only what I would have to use and do, but people who don't have ADHD would have to use. And it's always easier telling the client, hey, you saved money because we didn't have to spend this much time, as opposed to telling the client, hey, uh, we didn't get it done yet. Uh, we're going to have to add 30 more minutes or another you know, two days on this project. So always give yourself more time, no matter what it is. Give yourself more time. Um, plan to be early to events. Uh, plan to be early when you need to go somewhere. Uh, write down appointments and reminders 15 minutes early. I, I love to do this, not only because Ariana is always late somewhere when I'm with her, but because it helps me and it helps me stand out among my peers. It helps me look more professional. Um, it helps me feel better about myself because I can go to a place such as an interview or um, a place that I've been familiar with, meeting a friend, and I just get to sit there and be with my thoughts and think and just watch. And that's something that can, um, that can in the end, help you as well um, just by sitting there and having a little bit of relaxation time and being the first one there or just being early and giving yourself a few minutes to sit in the car and think about what you're going to say, think about what you're going to do, um, order some food, whatever. So plan to be early and set up reminders to be early. See if that's something that also helps you. Now, prior, prioritization tips. These are things that I've used and these are things that have helped me and some I have discarded because they, they don't really work. But for the most part, these are beneficial um, no matter how you look at it. Um, so prioritization, this is like the planners. This is... Uh, um, your daily routine, even if you don't have a planner. Um, prioritize what is important first. Tackle the most important things. So if you wake up in the morning and you did leave your table full of clutter and full of mess, or the sink is full of dishes before you want to do your food, you know, uh, for breakfast, prioritize that stuff first. Um, uh, if you didn't put this in your planner the night before, obviously that's, that's a different story because you weren't planning on doing this stuff. But if you have to do... Um, to clean off your workspace or something in order to start a project, do that very specific thing first and set your mind to it. And when you're doing this, take your time on one thing at a time. You know, just take your time on that one specific thing. Details, details, details are going to be our best friend. I'm not saying, you know, slowly and begrudgingly just go through it and just, you know, you know, lurch through the process as if you're really not wanting to do it. But just think about it as, as this single task. And as soon as I do this single task to the best of my abilities, I can move on to the next thing on my list and get that done and feel even more accomplished for the day. For me, when it comes to my journal or my notes, I get tunnel focused on that specific task. And then the next time that I look up, if I'm not taking a nap or taking a break from studying, is I'm crossing that thing off my list and out of my journal. That makes me feel ecstatic. It makes me feel great. It makes me feel accomplished. And that's the best thing that I can give to you guys is the feeling of accomplishment and satisfaction in your own worth. So do that. Take the time to do one thing at a time and be very specific and detailed. Stay on task while you're doing this. Don't make it, don't make it hard for yourself to, you know, focus, turn, turn the news off in the background, uh, turn on some study music. This is a really, really helpful and beneficial thing for us is studying um, in, in peace 
or with music in the background that is for studying. It will actually help your brain stay focused. Um, try, try these things on prioritization and see if any of these help. Again, monitor what you do and what you what actually helps helps you out in those areas. Um, a couple more things just for you know managing bills and money. You know, me and Ariana, obviously the Dave Ramsey plan, so we're always talking about bills, we're always talking about money and budgeting and finances and stuff like that. So we do that on a, on a monthly basis um, and sometimes a two-week basis, so that really does help. Um, switch to online banking. This is a helpful thing. Um, bill reminders are a helpful thing. Um, any kind of reminders you can set up on your phone. Uh, and this isn't like notifications on Facebook or Instagram or, or Twitter, things that are going to cause you to um, lose track and focus. This is also something I want to talk about real quick on studying and staying on task. Take this phone that you have. If it is not part of what you are using to study with or to stay focused on that specific task, turn it upside down, put it on silent, put it on do not disturb, and do not let that phone disturb your progress with ADHD because this is the quickest fastest and easiest way for you to lose track and sight of what your goals are and keeps you motivated. So the phone can actually be one of our worst, worst enemies. So take that phone, turn it upside down, get it out of sight. Don't think about it. Um, take advantage of technology. There's a huge one because a lot of, a lot of programs on my phone, on my computer that I've used, whether it be uh, meditation apps, whether it be um, timer apps, um, things that schedule out periods for you. Uh, they have uh, schedules and calendars and things on your computer. Google calendars is a fantastic, fantastic thing to use if you and your partner have schedules that conflict a lot and you guys have information that is conflicting a lot. It helps because then you can set up reminders to show you, oh, she's doing this when she gets home. Uh, I got this going on, so she knows exactly what I'm doing. So that clears up the confusion and the arguments that may occur because you guys are not on the same page. So these are just a couple of tips that I'm gonna share with you guys right now. Um, try some of these out and see if these work for you. Again, get out a piece of grid paper, you know, section off a week, a month, a couple of days, whatever you're comfortable starting out with at first so you don't discourage yourself and see if some of these tips help. See if some of these things can actually work for you. And if they do, great. If they don't, that's okay. Try another one and see what see what happens and, and just keep going through the process. This is a never-ending process um, of discovering new ways uh, to overcome the challenges and symptoms that we live with every day. Um, the last thing I want to touch upon is if anybody out there has people who are not supportive of ADHD or really just talk down to them or talk down about them, about the struggles they have with ADHD, try first to talk to that person and understand and explain to them what you're dealing with um, and get personal with them. Um, and if, if they do not um, understand where you're coming from and the behavior continues to go in the route that it, that it is, it may be time for some of us to look at the people who we surround ourselves with and realize they're not beneficial to our overall success or growth. I have had to take um, into account some people and some friends that I've known in the past who haven't really been there for me as much as I needed them to be or understanding at all and blame me for a lot of the stuff that I was struggling with because they didn't believe it existed or another reason. But at any rate, these are people that need to be 
um, reassessed if there's someone that brings down your overall confidence and your mental fortitude around ADHD. This is a journey uh, of positivity, motivation, and success because I know every single one of you listening um, is successful, can be successful, and will be successful if you're already not. Um, so just keep that as a reminder that if someone's in your life and they're not helping you become a better person through ADHD and understanding your struggle, then it may be time for you to reassess how, how much of a friendship that is and how close you want them to be into your everyday uh, situations. So again, I hope you guys got something out of today's podcast episode, uh, touching on some of the diet things and some more tips, just the more basic and uh, detailed descriptions of what I use and what I'm working on right now to help me get better at um, conquering and, uh, you know, channeling this disorder into this magnificent phoenix that I know it is. Um, So I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. I hope you all are well, um, and I hope you guys continue to listen, and see you next time. Thanks.